0: Ladies and gentlemen, step right up for the greatest show on earth. I assure you this is the greatest show on earth. Just a nickel to get inside to the greatest show on earth. Well, it's not really a show, it's a podcast. And within that podcast, I guess there's a show. So do not come after me for false advertising. It's not going to get you anywhere. Uh, What a show indeed we do have. We are going to be discussing sea turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're off the endangered species list. Some good news. We're going to be talking about that and extinct species in general. You'd be shocked to learn how many species go extinct a day. You'd be alarmed. And speaking of alarms, we're going to be talking about alarms. Are you an alarm clock liar? Uh Uh-huh, I bet you are. Um, What about God? Is God a liar? No, in God we trust. It's right there on our money. We're going to be talking about that saying. And we're going to be talking about our money. Uh, I think Barbecue Eddie's dropping by today. Always looking for a a party. Someone to hang with. We're going to be talking about big ears. And we're going to solve the mystery of the pyramids. Because that's what we do, we solve things, right here, on the Harlan Highway! Welcome to the Harlan Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harlan Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat! Ah!
1: Oh, wait. Well, she great big fat
0: person. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need
1: many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland
0: Williams. You are heading home with me. Your chauffeur, Harland Williams, you put trust in me every day to get you safely home to your destination, and I am doing so. But who do you trust besides me? Apparently, in God we trust. Uh, Isn't that right? It's on all our money. In God we trust. I don't know if uh, all the people that have been shot in bank robberies... Are murdered for their millions, or bombed for oil money, or stabbed in an alleyway for their wallets, are exactly happy with the in God we trust thing printed on the money. <laughs> the reason they're dying is for the money. Thanks a lot, God, for looking out for me. If I hadn't had this crap in my pocket, these green bills, I'd still be alive. And you got a right in God We Trust on there? How about uh, in bulletproof vest we trust? Shouldn't that be the new one? In pepper spray we trust. In taser guns we trust. In trained Doberman pincer attack guard dog we trust. Because I got to tell you, God, a lot of people are going down because they got money. Or somebody wants their money. So let's step it up a little here, God. Give me a bulletproof vest, please. There, I said it. I kind of prayed right there. Hopefully, God will send me some protection. Because you know I'm watching over you people. I'm like your little guardian angel floating over your car as you truck on down the Harland Highway. And I got to say, I don't know how much I trust the $1 bill, okay? It's the the first bill in our uh, series of, uh, you know, paper denominations in terms of money here. And right there on the front, the United States of America, Federal Reserve Note. Does anyone use that word anymore? Hey, man, can you lend me a couple of notes? What are you talking about? You you taking like a night school class I don't know about? No, man. lend me some reserve notes. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, a couple of hundred reserve notes? Um, Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Dude, you've probably got some in your wallet right now. Why are you going to be such a prick? I don't know what you're talking about. I want some federal reserve notes. Can you lend me some notes or not? Yeah, here's a post-it note. Stick it to your force head. It says jackass. I guess that'll work. Thanks, man. Okay, so here it is, the United States of America. Right there on the cover, on the front side, there's George Washington with his little curly wig on and his ascot. And he's got this kind of face going it's almost a borderline scowl like he's so over it or he's kind of like oh what are you people doing here oh, can a fella just put on his powdered wig and cross the delaware anymore what are you people doing here just look at him pull out a one and look at the disdain on his face he's like oh christ did somebody fart oh god Okay, and then we're supposed to trust, right? Okay, so I turn the bill over, the $1 bill, and on the back of the American dollar bill, I see an Egyptian pyramid. What the hell? Aren't we kind of like uh, not too buddy-buddy with uh, Egypt? Isn't Egypt the place where a lot of the, uh, you know, terrorists came out of some of them yeah so how how does the, the pyramid of egypt factor into the united states of america not only that it gets creepier the top of the pyramid is cut off and there's an eye on it with little like things around it so it looks like the sun or something like there's little rays Coming off a floating eye. It's like, this isn't a $1 bill. This is like the the cover of a Jimi Hendrix album that never got published. I mean, and then on the other side of the bill, you got an eagle all splayed out. Looks like he's uh, been hit by a truck. You know when a a bird gets kind of flying across the road and it hits the front grill of a Mack truck and its wings are splayed out and its legs are sticking out? Take a look at that bird just flattened out. And here's the thing. It's, it's like, okay, I'm from Canada, right? The Canadian money, if you look at Canadian money on the back, it's pictures of people playing hockey. It's pictures of uh, totem poles from the North American Indians from Canada. There's pictures of uh, loons that are indigenous to the, uh, to the region. There's pictures of the mountains, the Canadian mountains. There's pictures of uh people canoeing. There's a picture of a guy waking up out of a sleeping bag with a piece of french toast in his hand. All right, I made that one up, but it's all Canadian stuff, man. You you don't uh you don't look at a Canadian dollar bill even though they don't have them anymore. You don't look at any Canadian bill, and there's a uh, picture of the Berlin Wall. You don't get a Canadian 20, and there's the Eiffel Tower. It's Canadian stuff, man. So, what the hell is the Pyramid of Egypt doing on our $1 bill? I'm freaking out. Maybe that's why when you flip it over, Washington looks so unamused. He's like, Are you serious? You're serious. They're going to put the Egyptian pyramid on the back behind me. Right behind me. They're going to put it on the back of my dollar bill. Great. What the hell did I go across the Delaware for? Why can't they have a picture of my cherry tree that I chopped down? Excuse me, what? You're going to put a floating eye in the tip? Oh my God, is Hendrix coming to town? Somebody get me tickets. I don't know, man. It's weird somebody wants to call me and tell me why we have a pyramid, I mean, I could probably go on Google and look it up. And maybe I will. Maybe later in the show I'll unveil the mystery. But I want to see what you people think. Without going on Google, without going on Wikipedia, I want to hear some of your answers. And you can make them up if you want. Don't make them too long. But let me hear what that floating eye is in the pyramid. And if I think it's funny or amusing or even smart, I'll put it on the show, man. And maybe later in the show. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to look it up and have the real answer for you later, because now I'm curious as hell and still creeped out. Oh, God, I need a barbecue. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. This is Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up.
1: This is Debbie. Hey, how's it going, man? Hello? Debbie. Hey, it's Eddie. How's it going? Who? Eddie. I think you have the wrong number. This is Debbie. Oh, this is Eddie. I was going to see if you maybe wanted to uh, have a barbecue or something. I think you have the wrong number. Oh, I got corn on the cob. Huh? I've got corn on the cob and stuff. I think you have the wrong number. What about some salmon steaks? I think you have the wrong number. Chicken breasts? What, what the hell?
0: What the hell? That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Hi, this is Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway with a little cosmetic tip. For those of you that were born with big ears do your ears stick out do they embarrass you people calling you jumbo and mr. Spock well here's what you need to do go to the nearest office building stand in front of the elevator when the doors open stick your head in the elevator door and let the doors open and close on the sides of your head 73 times in succession. Within minutes, the ears will be pressed flat against your pulverized head, and you'll be able to go on your merry way and avoid any more insults about your giant, freakish elephant ears. Just another friendly tip here on the Harland Highway. Harland Williams. Okay, I couldn't wait any longer. Here it is. Cue the Egyptian music. It's one of those things that gets in your head and you got to know the answer. And I still want to hear from you people what you think. But I went on Google and here's the explanation for the pyramid and the eye. I don't know if I believe it. I hope you people have something better. It says, the eye and the pyramid are part of the great seal of the United States. In quotes, the unfinished pyramid means that the United States will always grow, improve, and build. In addition, the all-seeing eye located above the pyramid suggests the importance of divine guidance in favor of the American cause. Okay, the only thing that freaks me out about that is that the pyramids were built by slaves. Okay? Now, I don't know if the United States of America wants to kind of have as its symbol a structure that was built by slaves. Okay? The unfinished pyramid means that the United States will always grow, improve, and build. As long as you have slaves around to build it. It's just a weird time because, as you know, we used to have slavery. So it seems odd we would have a, a symbol of strength of power on our money. According to history, the pyramids were built by, on the backs of, slaves. I know. I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool. It's a little weird. It's very kind of narnia But anyways, that's the definition that they gave. I don't know. I feel like there's something more to it. You ever watch that? There's these movies that... uh, What's-his-face did? Uh, Nicolas Cage. It's called The Treasure Hunter or something like that. Or the uh, I Need to Pay for My Divorce movies or something. And in these movies, there's all these kind of hidden secret messages on legal tender notes and, and... maps and in the independent uh, the declaration of independence and the constitution and all that maybe this is part of a bigger puzzle maybe it's a secret maybe it's for aliens you know they always say aliens or the the pyramids were built for aliens maybe this this hankers back to our founding fathers who were really aliens and they snuck this on here So we never forget who we are. The rest of society will grow and forget who and what we were. But we will leave the pyramids on the currency note so that we never forget. The all-seeing, all-knowing leader, XNord575021, shall have his eye glowing in the top of the pyramid. I don't know. That's my theory right there. Something's just not right. Something just doesn't fit together. It's like it's like kind of going into the desert and finding an ice cream stand. You're like, wait, what? How does this work? So there you go. That's uh, that's the answer. I want to hear from you people. 888-500-2090. Please clear up this incredible mystery. This is Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up.
1: Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, who is it? Oh, it's Eddie. Who? Eddie? Eddie who? Oh, Eddie from the hardware store, man. I was going to see if you wanted to grab a beer later or something, or... Uh, I think you got the wrong number. Whoa. I just wanted to have a beer or something. Sorry, man. Okay, well, wait, wait, what the, the hell?
0: That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Hey, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to the Harland Highway, and here's a piece of good news. You know, we're always getting inundated with bad news and tragedy and death and destruction, and this just put a smile on my face. I think you're going to be happy about this, folks. On the news today, apparently, finally, finally, sea turtles have been taken off the endangered species list. Okay? Isn't that nice? sea turtles officially off the endangered species list so now if you're down at the beach you're frolicking in the sun and one of those cute little characters comes waddling up onto the sand with his little flippers and looks up at you with those cute little beady eyes and that beak of a face feel free to stomp the crap out of the thing because you know they're off the list (laughs) Just kick the living turtle eggs out of that little reptilian freak. Okay? (laughs) Okay, I'm joking. People, I'm joking. That was a... No. I don't even think they are off the list. So, be nice to animals. They're nice to you. Never kick the crap out of anything unless you're planning on bending over and doing it to yourself. All right. Greenpeace forever. <laughs> yeah, are you a species person? Do you care about the endangered species? I read a statistic on the Google. Yeah, that's right everybody. I was on the Google. I was on the Google with the whistle. Okay. Ooh. Um I read a statistic on the Google that thirty five species a day go extinct. And I don't want you to think it's all just like cuddly animals. Like, you know, you're, you're driving down the road, and there's a moose, and it blows up. Oh, my God, that was the last moose. Oh, my God, gone. No. We're talking about animals, insects, uh, fungus, plant life, birds, fish, amphibians, reptiles, who knows what else. But isn't that a little alarming, 35 a day? I mean, I think I've talked about this before, and and I'm afraid that someday it's just going to whittle down to whatever us humans decide we want. It'll be like selective species. It'll be like the only animals left on the world will be breeds of cats, breeds of dogs, budgies, macaws, guinea pigs, mice and goldfish. That's going to be our pool of wildlife, man. You know? I mean, the good lord. Mommy, what was a lion? Well, picture tabby, your little house cat. Yeah. And then amplify that about uh, 120 times. What do you mean? Well, picture a cat the size of a cow. Ah! Stop making up stories, mommy. But wouldn't that be sick if that was our pool of, of, of animals? Just domestic animals? Everything else just gone by the wayside because of our mismanagement of the planet? Cows. Horses, ponies, sheep, ducks, anything that we could eat or, or put on our lap and pet. How sad if we're down to, like, uh, you know, a hundred species of animals. And one of those animals is like a wiener dog. Can you imagine uh, the Discovery Channel doing uh, their nature shows? As the wiener dog prowls through the living room, he slowly makes his way to the kitchen. Unbeknownst to the bowl of dog food sitting at the end of the refrigerator, the wiener dog eyes it hungrily. Closer, closer the wiener dog moves. It's just a matter of time now before that dog food has been consumed. And there he goes. He's making his move. He's dashing. He's running across the lelonium floor. And bang, he's on it. He's on. Look at him ravage the dog food. He can bow, and it's gone. And once again, the wiener dog establishes his territory by eating, and now look as he urinates on the garbage can. This has been a Discovery Channel presentation. "Weener: The raw and the wild. I mean, come on, man. I don't want to watch a, a nature show on uh, a cat playing with a ball of twine. I don't want to see the guinea pig documentary. Look how the guinea pig runs through the old toilet paper tube. Look how he runs to the old paper towel tube. Look at the guinea pig lick the little water bottle. Blah, 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 blah. You kidding me? And as we look across the vast expanse of the prairie, we see Guernsey cows chewing grass waiting to be herded into the barn and milked. Yes, herds and herds of cows. And oh, look! There goes a sheep. Um, and uh, oh, there's uh, looks like a piglet there in the barnyard. I, um, oh, that's crazy! Wild, crazy! Ah, oh, good lord! So do your job, preserve your species, because um, I think once they're gone. Hello um we're gone. wiener dog wiener dog wiener dog wiener dog doger dog wiener dog wiener dog wiener
1: dog wiener dog wiener dog wiener dog dog wiener 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 wiener dog wiener dog 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 <laughs>
0: warning! You are listening dog the Harland dog Warning! dog dog all right, how many of you have alarms, huh? You got alarms in your cars, you got alarms in your houses. What good do they really do, huh? H- how many times have you heard a car alarm going off and just you just walk right by, like it's a cricket chirping in the grass, right? And the car alarm's doing anything it can to get your attention. It's like ah ooga ah ooga Eent, eent, eent and you're like whatever nobody stops they just walk right by sounds like a video game going off or something or about uh you know a house alarm You know, somebody's house alarm goes off. What do you do? You can't run over there to see what's going on. The cops show up. Freeze! Don't make a move down on the ground! But I'm just the neighbor. I'm just checking in. Don't get on the ground. Put your hands on your head. They tackle you. Throw you against the car. I'm just trying to be a good Samaritan. I'm just trying to be a good neighbor. His alarm went off. Shut up! Tell it to the judge, turkey. How about at the store, man? They got all these little alarms hidden in the merchandise. Those big Things that are stuck to the clothing. You can't take them off unless you got the jaws of life. Those alarm tags on dresses and pants and shirts. They need like special pliers and they have to take three months of weight training to pry these things off. You ever hear people just go out? The alarms go off at the store. Beep, 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 beep. Nobody behind the cash register goes running. You stop! The alarm went off! Come back here. They just keep ringing people in. Okay, that'll be $9.95 for the lipstick, seven ninety five dollars for the dog food, twelve ninety nine dollars for the marital aid. Hello. Alarms. The only alarm you need, people, is to set your alarm for this show. Every afternoon, don't hit the snooze button, because you're going to be having a good old time here on the Harland Highway. Or how about this? How about alarm liars? Are you an alarm liar? Do you uh, do you pull a lot of lies out of your hat based on your alarm clock? You ever meet those people? They're like, oh, man, sorry I'm nine hours late. I, my alarm went off, and I just slept right through it. Sorry I missed your wedding. Right? Where people are like, oh, th- sorry, man. Sorry I missed your birthday party. My alarm didn't go off. Oh, uh, my birthday party was at like 4 in the afternoon. Yeah, I know. I sleep till 6 usually. And uh, I don't know why my alarm didn't go off. Okay, so you've got this te- technological device. Yes. That runs according to the world clock. Yes that is precise and off by one-third of one-fourth of one millimeter of a megasecond. Yes. And you set this mechanical device, and somehow it mysteriously didn't go off. Yes. Isn't it crazy? I think the world's coming to an end. What's happening? How about you're an alarm clock liar? Well, there's that, too. Yes. I think you got me. <laughs> right. Okay, I can see maybe once or twice. I got to admit, I've done it where I forgot to set the alarm, okay? If, if it happens here or there like a few times in your life, I'm going to bend a little. But if it's, if it's like your go-to lie for missing things and being late, forget it. I'm not buying it. You're an alarm clock liar. You're a low-life alarm clock liar, And you ever hear those air raid sirens go off? When I had the beginning of the bit, the (whistles) like they got them mounted on giant poles. Sometimes you go into a small town or a smaller city, you know, and they've still got them. You can see them. The air raid sirens, and as you go into this town, let's say you're on a road trip and you see the sirens and you're like, ooh, wait a minute. You start, your imagination starts to go. You're like, maybe there's like zombies or vampires or werewolves that come out at night. You forget that the alarms for like, uh, you know, a military uh, emergency or a uh, tornado warning or a tsunami or whatever. They're kind of imposing and weird. You see them and then when you hear them. I mean, the range of these things. I just affiliate them with, like, nuclear bombs in the air.
1: It's
0: scary. It's like, it's like an end-of-the-world thing, man. Um, that'd be something fun to have at a party just to clear everyone out. You know, when you throw a barbecue or a party and people won't leave, you're like, okay, people, time to go. I said time to go. I said... Thank you. Everyone's gone. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but there goes the alarm. And that means we're gone. We are all out of time. So sad. So very sad. Um. But we did have a good time right before the alarm went off to tell us it was over. I think we did. I really think we did. Um. But that doesn't mean it's over for good. It just means it's over for today. Um, So there you go. Uh, I hope you had a good time. I had a good time. And I hope you're enjoying uh, everything you're doing, barbecuing, swimming, whatever. Um, If you want to check me out in uh, Los Angeles, California, in Hollywood, I will be at a club called Largo. On Tuesday, July 19th, uh, doing a show there. It's a cool room. It's a kind of alternative stand-up comedy room. Jack Black and Tenacious D perform there a lot. Will Ferrell jumps up at this place. Sarah Silverman. It's a cool, fun room. So that'll be uh, Tuesday, July 19th. You can go online, probably to Largo.com, and get your tickets. Um, and then go to my website, harlanwilliams.com, Look around. Go to the web store. Buy some fun gifts for you and your friends to smoke or just read or watch or wear. You don't have, you don't have to smoke them. And then go to Stitcher.com where you can pick up the show, get a free app for your cell phone device, And that's it, man. That's all I got for this day. Uh, Hope you're having a good one. Thanks again for coming along. Don't forget you can leave me a phone message at 888-500-2090. Or you can write to me at harlowwilliams.com. And until you do that, until next time, we're all done. So chicken chow mein, baby.
1: One cheeseburger with everything coming in.